0: During her tenure as Prime Minister, Thatcher was manipulated in supporting the goals of Abstergo Industries, which resulted in her involvement in the disposition of Mikhail Gorbachev as leader of the Soviet Union in 1991, as well as supporting the ascension of President Boris Yeltsin. Welcome back to Margaret Thatcher Templar Spy. I'm
1: half James Lawyerson, great leader of an army of warriors fighting to liberate my homeland from the clutches of tyranny and I'm joined by Jupiter Franey, potential prehistoric king of the gods and part-time environmental scientist. Today we'll be laying down in the animus as we explore the memories of our long-dead ancestors, deciphering history from historical fiction and discovering that every single person in world history is a fighter from one of the two vaguely distinct versions of the illuminati and has been for thousands of years.
0: So Joel, tell us about Assassin's Creed. Yeah, we should probably press you this by saying this fucking franchise is the reason this podcast exists. That is the entire reason we're here. Uh- <laughs> it really is. Me and James were locked into a discussion one day during uh, a particularly bad bout of COVID lockdown insanity. And we just started going on the Assassin's Creed wiki and tormenting each other with very bad pieces of lore. <laughs> and... I think it was the time we discovered that Margaret Thatcher had been an agent for the Templars that our mind broke. Yeah, that was that was the main one. Obviously in
1: Assassin's Creed there are historical characters who are like real people but they put them into the game. Like, you know, in Assassin's Creed you can meet Benjamin Franklin or whatever and he he gives you pieces of paper or something. Yeah. And like Leonardo da Vinci makes you uh, makes you a
0: knife (laughs) seems like the best use of his time
1: uh to be fair i think that is sort of like did he do that in real life he was like an architect type he was an inventor yeah um but it's not just the people that you meet in the games it's everyone ever in history including and not limited
0: to conservative prime minister (laughs) margaret thatcher well this is the strange thing i sort of figured until i started looking that all that kind of thing, that sort of appropriation of real people into this centuries-long conspiracy, would sort of end around World War II, or even before that, basically so that there couldn't be any people who were alive today that they'd be accusing of being secret Templar (laughs) manipulator assassins. No, but there are That didn't stop
1: them. There are people who exist in the present day who are Templars and also probably assassins... You are, think they
0: ever play those games and go, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, this is this is openly on. slanderous. Wait,
1: give me a sec. Well, to be fair, like we do know that it carries on to the present day because of like all the present day stuff where like your your man Desmond comes along and like big tech are the evil Templars
0: now. And, yeah, like... but you figured they'd go fictional people from that point on. Yeah, or, <laughs> or or that they or that they wouldn't overtly call anyone out. But no, I think at the time this claim was made Margaret Thatcher was still alive and they were just going yeah she's an agent for a centuries old conspiracy <laughs> of world domineering evil people
1: yeah i mean well thankfully she's not alive anymore but it still stands to reason that yes the the, you, the assassins you, creed you series... can't
0: wish death on a on a prime minister man that's treason <laughs>
1: you can't she's not prime minister she's dead oh well, um... she can do both <laughs> women
0: can multitask she's okay right <laughs> So, I mean, it's not even just that, chat. I'm sure you've got a lot of. Um, uh, so many. A and lot I'm of things gonna, for us. Um, and I'm actually going to make the best of them into our Two Truths and a Lie this week. Okay, that's very exciting. But there, there is a, a wide selection of very stupid people who have been Assassins and Templars. Some are really famous and more justified, like Leonardo da Vinci in the second game, who is a support character and a proper one at that. He is a major player in that and he there's like a friendship built up between yeah he's a really nice character. guy isn't he yeah well that sort of set like a very stupid thing in assassin's creed well after having done it really well in that one where he is a genuine character they just started inserting historical figures into everyone they're just head. like you happen to run across every single put per-
1: you oh look you're in you're in the american uh the revolutionary war uh, here's yeah. George Washington and like eight other guys who rule really, your it really mate. Is.
0: <laughs> and with the Da Vinci example, Ezio, who's the who's the protagonist of AC two, is a lifelong friend of Da Vinci. So it sort of makes sense that you're there at a lot of his high points because you know him forever. Yeah. But then it will go to like Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which is one of the most aggravating examples of this I've ever seen. Is that the one that's in London? It is indeed, that is Victorian London. Victorian London, okay. Where one of the assassins you play as meets up with Alexander Graham Bell. Brilliant. And literally there's this little bit of dialogue where it's like, I am devising a kind of telephonic communication device. And your character goes, that's such a long name. What about calling it a telephone? (laughs) A telephone, you (laughs) say?" And I I was just in my chair going, oh, stop. Don't do it. (laughs) Tell
1: What a good idea.
0: You meet everyone who was important or famous in London in that game. And they're all yeah. they always happen to be doing the thing that they're important and famous for. Yeah, you so don't you don't
1: ever have you don't ever have Alexander Graham Bell like going to buy vegetables at it, the exactly. green grocery or whatever. <laughs> Or like dumping his poo out onto the street, or whatever Victorians did with their
0: time. You meet Karl Marx while he's um doing the whole... Writing books and such. Yeah, exactly, and, and trying to sort of stir up the working force. And just to put this into context for those who haven't played the series, Assassin's Creed is a sort of time-jumping historical fiction game series set at different points in human history about an ongoing uh, conflict between... The heroic assassins, which I'm pretty sure is a contradiction in terms, and the uh, evil Templars, and the you know who sort of both crop up in different societies and different nations, and and battle each other with the Templars uh, attempting to control and be tyrannical and uh, dictatorial, and then the assassins come along and stab them, and balance is restored. Yeah, the sense, assassins are like the
1: assassins are like we love freedom and nothing is yeah, forbidden. Yeah where we're like hey if you come to the assassins you can just like chill man there's no rules yeah it, it's an even though there an are ideology of, of
0: it's an ideology of pure freedom versus an ideology of pure control
1: yeah and so the and assassin's creed is, series really does have no room for nuance
0: yeah well that is the thing we discussed no one is outside this it seems like every major figure in history has either been a member or at least affiliated with one of these two fucking yeah. groups. I mean, Templars existed before they were Templars. Like, it's just... Eh? Hey? Yeah. So before <laughs> they were Templars, they were called the Order of the Ancients. Oh, they were as well.
1: And same with the Assassins. Like Because I guess yeah, I guess they, they wrote they themselves the into ones. a corner. Like I guess they must have written themselves into a corner when it came to, like... Yeah, I know, right. And it came to, like, here's the origins of the Templars and the Assassins. And then they were like, but wait... We want to go to Egypt.
0: Uh. Yeah, yeah, we want to do ancient Egypt, but damn, our first game was set in the during the Crusades, yeah, so whoopsie. we're going to have to we have to write ourselves out of this hole. Yeah, but one of the most insane examples of this drawing real people in was um, Adolf Hitler, He and sure does show up. He well, I don't think he's in any of the games. I think he's in a a tie-in comic, from yeah. what I gather. I haven't read it. Like I said, we we use the <laughs> wiki. We. I, I don't. It, I'm not convinced that anyone has
1: ever read the Hitler Assassin's Creed comic, except for the one person
0: who put it on the wiki. Well, and yet I almost recommend it for, from this text excerpt alone, which does make me want to read this insanity. So I'm using the Assassin's Creed wiki, by the way. That's what it's called. <clears throat> so. I'm going to read his biography, which starts in 1933. So I feel it's leaving some stuff out. Um, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. In 1933, he was under the influence of the Templar Order. So he wasn't a member; he was just he was under the influence. You know, like
1: them. like like when you smoke a joint or or have a have a yeah. pint of
0: beer, you're under the influence. Well, he was given an apple of Eden, which is the sort of techie slightly magical, strange superpower, arc of the covenanty artifacts that hang around the series. Uh, he was given one by Templar industrialist Henry Ford to utilise yeah. as a catalyst for initiating World War Two. So, right away, I'm kind of annoyed <laughs> by the implication... That Hitler wouldn't have started World War II on his own. There's no there's
1: if, no, it's not his fault in, in this canon. If the right? Templars
0: hadn't pushed him into Yeah, that is In in this canon it's like he
1: he would have been like I guess I guess a, a nice guy if it weren't for the Templars. There's not like there's not like socio political issues that um uh, that in Germany at the time that led to the rise of Hitler. The more
0: you think about it, the worse. Yeah,
1: they just right become right. there's no accountability, nothing's anyone's fault apart from the Templars. The no. World War Two and the Holocaust were just the temples.
0: I, I was just following the Apple of Eden's orders. Yeah, so, sorry. Um, and wait,
1: what was the Apple of Eden? Is that, that why does that have a an opinion? Like, what? Who well,
0: whose idea was that? Well, the Apple of Eden. Oh God, are we getting ahead of I, ourselves? Okay, yeah. To put it bluntly, Apple of Edens can control human beings in a vaguely hypnotic mind controlly kind of way presumably that's what's going on here henry right. ford took henry ford of is hitler. controlling hitler maybe even though hitler has the apple of eden now i guess maybe henry ford put his brain into the apple and then well, gave it to hitler well hold on because as insane as that sounds it's going to get weirder brilliant <laughs> so uh, so he was given that as a catalyst for initiating world war II. right because he wouldn't have done it on his own Alongside fellow Templar puppets Roosevelt and (laughs) Stalin... Goes all the way to the top, man. Yeah, it's all of them. Hitler bought on the turmoil and fear necessary for Abstergo Industries, which is like the company face of the Templar organisation in the modern day, to push forward its industrial development and take control of the working population. So, as far as I can understand... World War II happened, so Abstergo Industries could make weapons and get rich.
1: They could increase their market share. That That's... is
0: some umbrella corporation thinking there.
1: Oh god! Check out our episode on uh, our episode, our episode on uh, Resident Evil for more about that.
0: But the thing is, Abstergo Industries, aka the Templars, control Hitler, Roosevelt, and Stalin. Can't they just do what they how... want at that point? Yeah. How much more power do they need? What, what, what was Churchill? How, was he was he a Templar? I don't think he's anything from what I can see. Oh no, here we are. He worked with an assassin in World War One, right? Uh oh no, he later fell under the influence uh, of the Templars. Well,
1: I in mean, World War One, wasn't wasn't Churchill doing a bunch of rogue shit there anyway? Like he got a load of people killed at Gallipoli and everything. Like, yeah, he did.
0: That's, he was uh, he was
1: a bit of a. I mean, he's been a piece of shit his whole life, right? Like,
0: Yeah, well, that isn't Templar mentioned or in assassin. Wiki page. <laughs> Templar um, or assassin,
1: he's just a bloody liability.
0: No, no, it's fine. He worked with as an assassin to... Uh, she stops a fanatical German group, and in return, he promised to raise the issue of women's suffrage once he was back in Parliament. Oh, my so... God. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Churchill. Yeah, but he, he was admittedly unwittingly made a puppet of the Templars later.
1: Ah, classic Templars.
0: So, so yeah, I guess everyone was involved. Why do you need to start World War II to <laughs> make money if you can just, if you have all these world leaders under your thumb, you could just go to them and go, I'd like some money, please. Also, I'd like to point out that in this Adolf Hitler page on the wiki, there's no image available.
1: Oh, wait in in the in the Assassin's Creed universe, no one's got a picture of Adolf Hitler, or we Apparently, just don't have, or at least
0: there hasn't been one. You know, documented, no recorded I footage, guess. despite the fact there was this comic about him. There
1: was a comic about him, and also in this universe, there exists a well. It, well, it wasn't admittedly a it magic w- brain machine. To be fair, I do think World War Two would be one of the first things people would go back to if, like, if if we if we invented the Animus tomorrow. I feel like a bunch of people would be like, cool, let me, just, let me kill baby would, Hitler. Would people
0: want to... Well, the animus doesn't... You don't travel entirely. No, yeah, you it was desynchronous. See, right? yeah. um,
1: see through your ancestors' eyes. Though it's
0: funny you mention that. Uh, in oh, yes. By 1943, the Templars' influence over Hitler and the other world leaders began to dwindle, and the Order found it hard to ensure their control over Nazi Germany. Right. As such... <laughs> The Templars began colluding with the assassin Boris Pash to create a machine called Die Glock, which would be capable of creating a wormhole to traverse time and allow the Templars and, and assassins to kill Hitler before his rise oh, to power.
1: No, no, <laughs> they actually did. The, the Templars and assassins tried to kill Baby Hitler through yeah. time travel.
0: Well, apparently, and it didn't work
1: because Baby Hitler or Hitler still exists.
0: Yeah, it did it didn't work because um because
1: I I was gonna say because the, time travel's not real. The experiments but is real.
0: were sabotaged by Nikola Tesla, apparently. What? Again. <laughs> everyone is involved in yeah, this fucking yeah. conspiracy. Yeah,
1: it's like you go into the fucking contents page, historical figures of the X time period, and they're all bloody there. Nikola Tesla included.
0: <sighs> oh my god. I just read the end for the first time. The end of um, what? the end of this page and and the end of Hitler (laughs) Um, by the end of the war the Nazis on the verge of defeat, spoiler alert uh, Templars were able to exert their influence over Hitler once more they executed his body double inside the Führer bunker and planned to meet an agent referred to as C with the Apple of Eden at the rendezvous (sighs) point, however upon leaving the bunker he was killed by assassins phew
1: well done assassins Got, so, so Hitler didn't actually kill himself in the bunker. He got killed no, by assassins, got him. The assassins, because it's never, it's a, never a thing kill that anyone. It's never a thing that happened. It's always
0: the assassins versus the Templars. Yep, couldn't be a maniac shooting himself because he didn't want the so, yeah, consequences in the fucking, of his in the actions. fucking world series of <laughs> fucking war. Oh, it's amazing. It's as amazing as it is awful, let's say. But uh, speaking of the Templars, a.k.a. the Order of Ancients... Yes? Let's talk about their origins. Because they were actually started ostensibly by a celebrity. Eh? Um, Or, like, a famous person from history. Okay, who started the Templars? Cain. As in Cain and Abel.
1: Oh, (laughs) Okay, to be fair, it is a bit... It is a bit a bit terrible of me that the first person I thought of was Cain the wrestler but
0: uh, (laughs) absolutely I
1: I would have much preferred that but uh, yeah Cain off of Cain and Abel as in the guy who killed Cain who killed his brother yes and then
0: right because he killed him to steal the apple of Eden oh fuck off (laughs) So I I think now's a good time to talk about the whole Isu-Apple of Eden clusterfuck tangle. So
1: my my understanding of it is that there were a a race of intelligent people who came before humans, who made humans in order to enslave them, possibly, maybe? And then the humans overthrew them.
0: I mean, that's pretty much it. The Isu are that thing that you get in a lot of modern science fiction, where it sort of blurs the line between divinity and fantasy and and but also sci-fi and that whole like it's only magic if you don't understand it kind of angle yeah basically the isu are pretty much the all our inspiration for gods like every god that we ever came up with was just an isu at some point yeah
1: i i because i was i was actually looking to in order to in order to do that little intro i was looking at jupiter and he's he's just like he's also Zeus, like he's just all of the all of the god king guys. I I don't know. I guess humans saw the Isu and were like, "All right, let's project whatever we want onto that guy."
0: Yeah, so they created. Um, they were around seventy seven thousand years ago, right? Uh, ruling the Earth. I don't think they were. Uh, yeah, they they were native to Earth. Their precise origins are unclear. And they created Homo sapiens as a capable and docile workforce modelled in their own image. And Neanderthals as an expeditionary or military force. Against who? I, I was wondering that. Who the who
1: the who are they getting the Neanderthals to fight against? Also, I guess it that doesn't didn't really work out that well, did it? Because well, Neanderthals no. aren't around anymore. And did they not reckon humans would like I don't know, did humans evolve
0: from there or Well, this is the thing. Some Isu, later on, had children with human beings. referred oh, to The first gosh. two as hybrids. Basically, the Isu made the Pieces of Eden to keep us in check, because they've got mind-control tech powers right. built in.
1: And also, the Isu having children with the humans well, who were enslaved I'm, and under their control.
0: Yeah, well, it seems, from what I gather, it seems like some of the Isu are like the tyrannical, you are the docile workforce. And some and of, them, some are of like, them are like, the nice no, you're, they're equals. We've fallen in love and, yeah. and so on. And the children of Isu and, and humans are called hybrids and they're immune to the apples of Eden, right. or the pieces of Eden, because they're half Isu and their brains work differently.
1: And then they go and get, they, they can resist the charms and then are like, let's help the humans rise up. Is that is that correct?
0: pretty much and then the Isu also got wiped out by a giant <laughs> calamitous fire explosion oh. from the sun which oh, it wasn't it wasn't the so the humans didn't actually overthrow them the, a little the column A exploded. a little column B <laughs> the sun exp-
1: yeah the sun exploding helped I guess yeah, yeah we'll, we'll give it like a cut you know yeah <laughs> humans are just about to get of- their asses kicked and then the sun just went and exploded and they're like oh, oh really well done everyone we really won that war <laughs> great stuff lads
0: Woo we played our part. So the first humans to revolt were known as Adam and Eve. Oh, I've heard I've of got them. Pic- I've <laughs> got pictures of them here. Despite ostensibly being created in Africa, because it looks like you can see Mount Kilimanjaro in the background, they are white as the driven snow. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: So in the Assassin's Creed world, they've decided that humans are canonically
0: white. Um, I mean, these ones were apparently. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna. Uh, I don't think I can really. I'm not gonna touch that. But that's not well, great. Well, <laughs>
0: uh, they being hybrids managed to escape. As in Adam and Eve uh, hybrids. Yes. Okay. They, uh, which allowed them to resist the <laughs> to resist the effects of the apple of Eden. Right. And they use this um, combined with another power to escape from the ISU. Can you guess what their second power was? Uh, it, well, less of a power, more of a of a skill. Uh, assassinating. It, it's so much less than that.
1: Uh, lock picking. I don't know.
0: Parkour. Parkour. Really? That's what. That's what made the difference. They uh, leapt over some rooftops, and the Isu's massive technology could not account for that. Oh well.
1: I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean. For those of us, for those of our listeners who aren't who aren't familiar with the Assassin's Creed series, that that legacy's really lived
0: on. Yeah, they are they are viewed as proto assassins, which yeah. I feel is a is a not entirely accurate. They were just trying to escape. Yeah,
1: but they did do parkour, and so then they and then Kane and Abel came from them.
0: Yep, and then uh, Kane, presumably a disappointment to his parents bashed Abel's head in for a piece of Eden. Okay, from, so why did that? From... So
1: Abel had the piece of Eden for some reason and then yeah, Kane was like I want why. it for question mark question mark question mark I guess he wants to control humans uh, sure. maybe and uh, and so then Kane bashes him over the head and takes it yes and now that's the templars
0: yes Oh. <laughs> that's the start brilliant I, th- I think I think that wasn't a formal first meeting
1: no but like I guess I guess the yeah like the kind of the thing of, of like yeah they want to control the world and the peace of Eden being able to control human minds is possibly the most very the most clear and on the nose thesis statement you could possibly have so
0: congrats to them for that yeah that was uh, and that's the origins of humanity people <laughs> They don't teach that one in the schools, thank no. God. No,
1: I remember learning about Adam and Eve and the and the Garden of Eden and stuff, but uh, I, I, <laughs> I can't I can't help but can't help but think that the uh, religious education
0: teacher left a few left a few bits out. If your religious education teacher teaches you this, they're probably drunk.
1: <laughs> get gonna get into teaching they, just or so teach they work this. for
0: Ubisoft. It could be either. Yeah, that's true. But yes, the uh, that's that's the fun of the Assassin's Creed lore, and I feel now is a good time to get into two truths and a lie. Absolutely, hit me. So, for this one, we'll be doing: Are they Templars or are they not? Okay. So essentially, two of these people have canonically been established as Templars. Two Templars and not Templar. And and one of these characters uh, has not been a Templar. All right. Um. <clears throat> Legendary hero, King Arthur. Templar or not a Templar? Astronaut, Buzz Aldrin. (laughs) Templar or not a Templar? And psychoanalyst, Sigmund Freud. Templar or not a Templar? 100% Templar, Templar, Freud.
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell me more about what each of them did? Uh,
0: Yeah, I'm going to clarify here. I'm not saying that they can't be announced as a Templar later on, or that they may be an assassin, or who knows. I'm saying one of these characters um, has not been confirmed either way. Right. If that makes sense. Okay. So two of these have had confirmed confirmed dealings with the Templars. Templars. Well, in King Arthur's case, I'll clarify, he was a member of the organisation that kind of predated the, the Templars, but was basically the same thing. Yeah, okay. They were called the Order of the Ancients.
1: The Order of the Ancients. Okay, so what did, what did King Arthur do with his with his Templar life? What what was his vibe with them?
0: So there isn't a lot about him. He found Excalibur, which is of course a weapon created by the Isu. Oh,
1: of course, yeah. Is it a, is it a
0: piece of Eden as well? Yeah, I mean, it's a sort of Eden. It it. I don't think it has the mind control effect. I don't think, but it has got a bunch of technology. It's magic, got magic powers. Yeah. Powers, yeah. Um, he also had apparently a mantle that turned people invisible, but I, it doesn't say what that is. I think that might just be part of the myth. Right. Um, uh, he was a Templar or a member of the order of the Ancients, but apparently he was uh, a little too idealistic and uh, uh, well-meaning for them. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he was he was too much of a good boy to really buy in. Pretty much, and the Templars orchestrated him drawing the sword. Uh, to get people interested, and so that he could become a useful puppet for them to control. <laughs> so King Arthur is a a solid onboarding
1: opportunity, a very good advert for the for the impressionable youth. It's like I if think Luke, started... Luke Skywalker being a Templar,
0: like, you know. I mean, pretty much, yeah. If the Empire had paid Luke Skywalker just to look good rather than blow up the Death Star, yeah. All um, right. But Apparently, uh... he he didn't rebel officially. I don't think he was just kind of not quite. He didn't really do any much of the evil stuff. Yeah, but, they just, like, quietly just
1: let him do his thing with his knights. D-
0: probably did it behind him, you know? Yeah, they were just y- like... I usually, he's, he's really stuff like it. this, you have, like, an evil vizier behind the throne holding a dagger and a cloak. Yeah, yeah. Um, alright, so, who else did we have? We had... Buzz Aldrin. Buzz and Sigmund Aldrin
1: Sigmund and Sigmund Freud. Alright, why was Buzz Aldrin... Uh, did
0: So, was he, was he sent there to, like, keep an eye on Neil? So much more. Okay. Uh, there was a piece of Eden on the moon, and someone had to go and get it.
1: <laughs> Who put the piece of Eden on the moon? The Isu, I assume.
0: But how'd they get it? Uh, the- it was launched into space because there was another sun explosion that was going to happen, and they were trying to set up like a piece of Eden satellite system to stop it. But Brilliant. one of them crash-landed on the moon, and f- for some reason, somehow... Uh the Templars found out about it um and sent Buzz Aldrin there to go get it okay and so <laughs> was
1: was the were the other two Neil Armstrong and the other guy who i don't know who he's called what he's called are th- are they involved in it as well or no apparently not okay so it's there's just no mention buzz, of them being involved just, it's buzz, just buzz who is sent to go to the moon pick up this piece of eden which i mean how big is it can he just slip it in his pocket or like I- I are the other two astronauts they're, they're like
0: they fit in the palm of your hands like cricket ball
1: size right so the other two astronauts aren't going to be like what's that like is that a piece of eden in your pocket or are you just happy to see me like uh, <laughs> apparently not <laughs> okay um, did he the...
0: succeed in getting the piece of eden he did indeed. There's actually Buzz, a photo... Sorry,
1: this is just... Buzz Aldrin,
0: he's still alive, right? I believe so. I mean, again, this feels pretty slanderous. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that he's famous for once punching someone who claimed that the moon landing was fake, so maybe he needs to go around to Ubisoft and give them all a sharp <laughs> slap.
1: <laughs> the moon landing was fake, and also, if it was real, Buzz Aldrin's the Illuminati.
0: So the, the piece of information that reveals this to you, by the way, is, is a hidden thing in one of the Assassin's Creed games. That has a photo of him walking on the moon. And there's actually, it's part of a larger mini game where you reveal like bits that have been doctored out of the original photos. Oh, brilliant. And there is the Apple of Eden and an Abstergo Industries logo on the moon lander uh, that has been <laughs> scrubbed out and you bring it back. Oh, wow. Well, congrats to Buzz Aldrin, I guess. I don't know. No, don't congratulate him. He's trying to mind control the no, world. No, that's true, actually. Like, Except he isn't, because he's a real person alive <laughs> today, and you shouldn't be saying yeah, this on. about him.
1: Yeah. No, fuck you, Buzz Aldrin. Wait, no. Just...
0: I mean, if there was any character who people shouldn't have an issue with, it'd just be someone doing it somewhat, something as uncontroversially cool as going to the moon for <laughs> yeah. the first time. And they've made him an agent in this horrible dictatorial <laughs> conspiracy. Yeah. Leave uh, Buzz Aldrin alone. You know... <laughs> Yeah, so leave Buzz Aldrin alone, but Sigmund Freud, uh, yes, <laughs> should he be left alone? Well, Sigmund Freud found an apple of Eden in the late 1800s. Of course. How it many of say, these are there? They're made loads. They have to control like the whole human population. Well, and like one apple can only control like ten people. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's distance based. Right. Um In the first game when someone triggers one, it sort of covers like a town, I think. Jeez, you wouldn't need loads then. Well, yeah, exactly. So he found also that the makes late- them
1: slightly less powerful than like <laughs> these magical devices that you go to the moon for. Like you can you can make you can make the people in one town go a bit nuts if you have one.
0: I don't know maybe the guy who used it in that one wasn't using it properly. That's true. Um, so Freud found an apple of Eden in the late 1800s, and yet apparently seems to it seems to have gone the other way. Like rather than control. Other people, he just got a kind of insight into the human mind. Brilliant. Okay, like, so that's how so he got all his all his ideas. Were like, well, yeah, that that's
1: he got that's an apple of Eden and was like, "Wait, I
0: fancy my mum," or whatever it was. Sigmund Freud thinks. <laughs> I th- I think that's uh that's a very sort of abridged version. Is that a, yeah? That's
1: it. Yeah. I apologize for any any psychologist in our audience for my gross overstudy over- Freud
0: and and that's not all of it, but it is a big part of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, right. so he—it seems to imply that it sort of downloaded essential information out of the human mind into his brain. So does I this don't... mean that everything Freud
1: said is like, as confirmed by magical space artifacts, true and correct?
0: apparently i don't think he was like completely accurate but it gave him maybe a bit of insight or a, and or does a...
1: that mean that like every other scientist has had that method as well and does that mean that well, every don't... everyone's every scientist's or every human achievement <laughs> is is sort of rendered a bit moot uh, or like uh, at least like a lot less impressive you know like einstein's theory of whatever it was relativity was yeah, it relativity? I, bet
0: Einstein, I I didn't look up Einstein but I bet he is involved in I bet I bet the I bet now.
1: the uh, when Newton discovered gravity the apple that fell on the ground was a uh, apple of eden
0: <laughs> Oh I bet it was <laughs> Oh god you're probably right oh that's terrible <laughs> Right I, I don't okay. even want to look it up because I know you'll be right and it'll upset me
1: Um so Right, so Sigmund Freud. Uh,
0: so he wasn't like a, a Templar, Templar, but he like. Well, he was approached by them later. Um, he wasn't a Templar at that point. Uh, he found the apple. He doesn't say where, and doesn't say what happened to it afterwards. It really annoys me. And then he got into psychoanalysis, and they approached him because. Uh, they liked the idea of him sort of creating these very structured thought systems that could potentially be abused or controlled or, like, right. understanding how people think. So is it really like a
1: contingency plan if they can't do it directly with these magical artefacts? They'll just yeah. use Freudian psychoanalytics instead?
0: Pretty much. Like, they, they wanted him to create exploitable systems of thought.
1: Right. I so I guess the they've got th- th- they've got their fingers in a lot of pies. Fair
0: yeah. Enough. I mean, they are you know... I think even if there were no apples of Eden, they'd still be trying this anyway. That's oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, however, it's said here he was not especially helpful to them because all he kept proving was that the mind was too complex and chaotic to be easily controllable. Oh, come on, Freud. Well, I think his argument was that he didn't understand it. He just went, like, there is no catch system yeah. you can use, which... Like, the hooray? human mind is an unknowable... Um... Uh, yeah, too varied, I think is yeah. the idea. And... It doesn't say what happened, it just says he was unhelpful So I don't know if they abandoned him Yeah, I guess or... they sacked him, I, I don't know <laughs> So we've got King Arthur King Arthur, Buzz Aldrin and Sigmund Freud Buzz Aldrin
1: Freud. and Sigmund Freud I, I mean, I could see them all as uh, as as evil Templar spies in the in the vein yeah, of Margaret Thatcher
0: Don't stop being mean to Buzz Aldrin He's still alive <laughs> um, At least Sigmund Freud is dead and King Arthur never existed <laughs> um i'm gonna go with the lie
1: i can't believe i'm i can't believe i'm implicating buzz aldrin like this but i'm I'm gonna say the lie is king arthur because i i can see i can see the templars doing something as extra as sending a man to the moon to pick up (laughs) to pick up a piece of rock and i can also i can also see sigmund freud getting involved in some templar shit I don't know. I, I, but then King Arthur. Oh no. Okay, I'm going with King
0: Arthur. I think. I think he's. I think he's Arthur. not a Templar. The answer was Sigmund Freud. What? Sigmund Freud has never been mentioned in an Assassin's Creed really? game, game or uh, extra materials as, as I can find. Oh wow. Uh, Buzz Aldrin indeed went to the moon to get a piece of Eden, uh, and King Arthur was indeed an idealistic leader for the Templars. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin one's so ridiculous. I'm so sorry, Buzz Aldrin, if you ever listen to this. <laughs> to Buzz I'm Aldrin so sorry. and his surviving relatives. We we don't approve of this madness. We're just relaying the injustice. Uh, I mean,
1: I don't know much about Buzz Aldrin. Maybe maybe he is a nasty guy. Who knows? Um,
0: I I don't
1: know. I mean, it's
0: really cool to go to the moon. So I'm inclined yeah, give I'd him like the to. Thumbs up.
1: Uh, actually, would I like to? It'd be quite scary.
0: I I really respect that someone else did it.
1: Yeah. You know what? Yeah, someone else has done it. That's One day when I'm me.
0: living in a moon pod sipping moon teenies, I'm going to give moon him a thumbs teenies. up and, and and throw my copy of Assassin's Creed out the window. <laughs> I'll give him a thumbs insinuating up insinuating <laughs> that he was a terrible person.
1: When we're all when we're all in our moon pods being mind controlled by Apples of Eden. Yes. <laughs> It's uh it's a hell of a series. And yeah, what a treat. And honestly, that's like we we went in deep, but go on the wiki yourself. There is look up a historical figure. They'll probably you be there. You can play
0: a, you can play a fun game with your friends. Just do quick fire rounds of Templar or Assassin with each historical that's figure. That's how
1: we started. We were we were playing Warzone during lockdown and uh, started thinking about Templar or I think it was like when it was a really hot summer last year and it was a uh, yeah we were seeing if we could fi- what the most ridiculous people
0: we could find to be templars or assassins i feel like the greatest thing this, this series ever did was just create this podcast frankly
1: uh yeah i think it's uh, more of a triumph <laughs> than a, than an internationally successful um, <laughs> entertainment franchise i do think our podcast is the is the triumph that that it
0: was meant to be damn right now Next time, what have you got planned?
1: Next time, uh, we're going to be talking a bit about the very real and legitimate legal systems behind the Ace Attorney franchise, which is objection. A, uh, a yes, which is the Objection game, uh, do, do, and do, also do, anime. Do, do, do. Um, the anime There's is based, an anime of it. There is an anime of it, and I'm pretty sure it just follows the game stories, but without the like interesting bits where you have to investigate. Oh Christ. Uh, <laughs>
0: But what yeah, pointless exercise.
1: So yeah, we're we're, we're going to be looking into um, everything from uh, judges' beards to uh, coffee mask men to uh, magic spirit channeling uh, ladies. Who uh, <laughs> I remember that one. Well, you the remember that one. In this series, there's but, magic. There, there's, well, there's there's one magic spirit channeling lady at the start, and then it turns out that there are. Uh, an entire uh, faction of magic spirit channeling ladies, it, all in one family, who keep uh, plotting to murder each other.
0: So oh, look forward to that. Uh, <laughs> yes, and you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, and you can follow James at, at James Law. And I don't have a Twitter account. So you can, can actually
1: follow yet. me at James MacLaw if you no, James if you'd Mac like, Law, my uh, <laughs> and at Bycast if you're looking yes. for our socials.
0: Um, and at Joel Franey if you're looking for his. No, none of that. None of that. No followers for Joel. No, um, no followers for me. And uh, don't give me the the obligation to have to tweet stuff. You don't have to tweet stuff. Just nope. just retweet the podcast, man. Well, what are they following me for then? Vibes. But a distinct lack of vibes <laughs> is the thing. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> yes, we'll see you next week, and we're so sorry, Buzz Aldrin. All, all the best. <laughs>